Okay, so I don't have a tripod. I'm just balancing this on a phone case and a lens cap. But hello and welcome to the Daily Bible Reading Show. Yep, that looks okay. And we're looking at Job chapter 12. Uh, having my lunch while waiting for uh, the next class at Bible College. And in between, uh, I'm going to have this very soggy fish and chips. <laughs> and look at Job chapter 12. So, Job chapter 12. Here it is. Uh, then Job answered and said, um, No doubt you are the people, and wisdom will die with you. <laughs> uh, so they've been having this kind of like Q&A, you know, Job and his friends, and they're all like very high-powered individuals, very smart guys. Like in Cambridge, when they disagree, they use their brains. So he's trying to say, you know, you guys are smart Alex. You know, you're so smart, you know, when you die, no one else will be as smart as you. You know, wisdom will die with you. So you guys think you're hot stuff. You think uh, everything you say is correct. Uh, no one can refute you. And in your own minds, you know, you, you hold yourself, your intellect in such high esteem. Uh, verse 3, uh, but I have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Who does not know such things as these? Who says? Yeah, I mean, you're preaching to the choir. Um, telling me stuff I already know. But you're talking down to me. As if I don't know these things. You're talking down to me. As if I'm a stupid person. I don't know what you're saying. And um, the reason I use the expression preaching to the choir is that sometimes... We speak to our friends as if, um, not that they're enemy, our enemies, but they're our underlings, I put it that way. You know, we take it for granted. The people in church, they have to be there, uh, and therefore they come on Sunday to hear us preach. And so we talk down to them in a way as if, you know, they'll, they'll never be at our level of expertise. They'll never be at our level of Bible knowledge. And here is Job speaking back to that kind of pride, uh, that kind of disillusioned, um, kind of um, mistaken uh, assessment of ourselves saying, you know, hey, hey, you know, actually I read the Bible as well. I'm a Christian as well. Why are you talking down to me as if I don't know these things that you know as well? And I think that's just a very helpful reminder for those of us who might find ourselves, you know, like, teaching the Bible, telling others what the Bible is saying, that, you know, maybe, maybe we should speak to them as people who also know God, who are also hearing directly from God. And God's just using us. I mean, he might even use your intellect and your education, but it isn't an excuse to demean them, to insult them, to talk down to them. Actually, um, there's just an incident that just happened, I think, yesterday, uh, I'm not sure whether I should bring it up because I'm still thinking about it. You know, someone at Buckingham Palace talked to someone from a different ethnicity and just talked to them in a way that kind of demeaned their background, demeaned them as if they felt less than British, uh, like a lower standard than them because, you know, they're royal and stuff like that. And it's very, very possible to do that. Th th that's what I'm saying. But um, also maybe in Job's case, it can also be very, very uh, hurtful. Yeah. 
Uh, verse 4, I am a laughing stock to my friends. I who called to God and he answered me, a just and blameless man am a laughing stock. And people make fun of me. You know, and these are my friends, my so-called companions, people who are Christians. They're making jokes about my situation. And especially because he calls out to God. You know, I'm being a target because I continue to trust in God who I believe sees my blamelessness, a just and blameless man. He calls himself blameless. And I think that's where he is, that subject of taunting and of ridicule, because how can you, <laughs> how can you maintain your innocence? Be humble, you know, say at least you're sinful. Don't, 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 don't claim that um, you're innocent in this situation. And so they're looking for ways to tear Job's character down simply because they see him as a threat maybe you know he is maintaining his innocence maintaining his relationship with God in a way that maybe maybe shows them that as maybe fake as insecure uh, actually I, I think of the new prime minister um, in of Malaysia you know the kind of character attacks um, really simply because people don't like him <laughs> they're trying to tear him down and they're trying to attack him in a way that makes him seem less than honest. You know, they're making fun about his shoes. Why is he wearing such expensive shoes when he doesn't want to drive the expensive car? You know, he's a hypocrite, that kind of thing. So they're trying to tear down his character, but it betrays their insecurity. It shows cheap tactics. Uh, but at the same time, um, the way to respond to that is not just to be quiet. But indeed, where um, there is your character, your integrity at stake, it is really to call them out. Call them out on these very cheap tactics. Yeah. Uh, verse 5, In the thought of one who is at ease, there is contempt for misfortune. It is ready for those whose feet slip. Ah, this is very revealing. So let me say, say this again. Verse 5, In the thought of one who is at ease, now this guy is thinking all these thoughts, maybe writing all these TikToks and um, well, no, you don't write TikToks, you phone TikToks or you write all these comments online, but you are comfortable, you're at ease. And what you have content for is for someone who is going through suffering. Ha 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 ha. You see, you, you're laughing at that person. That's why they're, they're making fun of him because he is now in a bad place. You know, he's suffering, he's in pain. And it says that it is ready for those whose feet slip. Um, so they're always looking out for someone's faults. And the moment someone says something wrong, does something that isn't consistent, aha, you're the first one to point out their mistakes. But he says there, you're at a position of ease. You're in this ivory tower. Maybe you're even in Cambridge. And it's so easy, so easy to make these remarks when you yourself don't go through that suffering. Maybe you've never encountered that kind of situation whereby you've been ridiculed. And maybe it's that kind of cushiness and that comfiness that's making you think that, hey, I will never be there. I'll never encounter that kind of situation. Verse 6, the tents of robbers are at peace and those who provoke God are secure, who bring their God in their hand. Um, 
I'm not sure what that expression means. Who brings their God in their hand? Maybe they control God. Uh, maybe they're uh, bringing the idols. Maybe it's a picture of how um, idols are not really real gods. You know, they carry them around like they carry their mobile phones, that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, it explains why verse six: those who provoke God are secure. You know, they are their own gods. You know, they they think they can make fun of. I think in this context, God's people, hence they're provoking God by provoking Job. Um, or uh, maybe Job is describing how people get away with these kinds of evil remarks, evil actions all the time. Hence verse 6 again, the tents of robbers are at peace and those who provoke God are secure. Meaning actually... Um, Maybe in the logic of the people making fun of Job, you know, in their minds, God is punishing him, so it's okay for me to punish him. You know, he's going through a bad time, he must have done something wrong, and so God is punishing that person, in this case, Job. Hence, it's okay for me to add on to that judgment, because obviously he's done something wrong, and already God is punishing him, I shall punish him as well. And so, um, Job is trying to say, hey, not everyone who is um, who is done wrong suffers in life he says robbers you know the tents are at peace and idolaters you know they they carry on in security they can make fun of god and their lives are very very comfortable so he's pointing out their inconsistencies of logic and maybe he's pointing the finger back at them because they are at ease you know their their situation is very secure no one's making fun of them their lives are very very comfy and cushy and so they are assuming that therefore they're in the right, God is blessing them, and they have this position of authority to make fun of those who are below them. I think I'll pause here and just think about how uh, this applies to today. Uh, because there, there's another, I don't know, like, um, oh wow, <laughs> 20 plus verses ago. But I'll just pause here because there's a very important point to be made about why we make fun about the, of people who are below us. Why is it that it's so easy sometimes to go online and pour out hate? And I'm not just talking about those who make fun of Anwar, I'm talking about myself. You know, why is it so easy to think less of people and then to express this online or maybe even in a video, this kind of thing? And it's because uh, we think we are better than them uh, or we are smarter than them, you know, went to Cambridge, that kind of thing. Or as Job ends here, you know, um, we're more comfortable than them, you know, and, and we might not say this out loud, but sometimes when we look at a friend who isn't doing very well, we look at maybe even uh, someone from college, someone you knew, knew from the past, uh, and who maybe started out, you know, very successful like Joe, but then their foot slips and they're in hospital or they lose everything. And maybe there's a little bit in us that goes, ha, 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 ha. Uh -huh. God is humbling you. Ah, oh, you deserve it. Ah, oh, you know, you had it good then. Now, you know, now you understand what it means to be humbled. And that kind of mean streak, I think it's inside me, definitely. Uh, it's, it's the kind of thing that, you know, sometimes um, you wish upon people whom you envy. Or um, maybe, maybe even betrays my insecurity. You know, the reason why, and I say insecurity is because maybe because we are afraid of ending up like the person 
who is suffering, that's why you make fun of them. Because we are trying to distance ourselves from that situation. And we're trying to say, hey, you know, there's a reason why that guy is suffering and there's a reason why I'm not. There's a reason why those guys are in Malaysia and here in the UK, or the reason why that person went to that university and I'm in this university, the reason why that person is in that job and now I'm in this comfy job, earning this money. And you want to justify that you deserve this comfort, this blessing, this position, this authority, not just by highlighting your credentials, and so it starts out by talking about wisdom, you know, people who think they're, they're so smart, but also by denigrating those who don't have that position. So again, you know, imagine you're in a good job and maybe your friend is struggling just to make ends meet. You try to say two things. I'm you say, oh, I worked hard to get here. You know, I struggled to get here. And so I'm being paid my worth. That's one thing you do. You elevate your worth. But then you put others down. You know, that guy isn't doing so well because, you know, he's just not good with money. That person was, is just too proud and God's just putting him through a season whereby he's humbling him and maybe showing him that he needs to repent. Whereas I've learned my lessons and therefore God is blessing me. And there is a very, very dangerous kind of streak inside of us that is insecure, but also very judgmental. And this happens, especially, especially when we meet someone who is in a worse off position than us in life. And I think Job here is speaking on behalf of all these people we maybe make fun of, maybe not directly to their faces, but behind their backs. You know, we joke about them in our WhatsApp group, that kind of thing. And Job is saying, hey, you know, do you think you're such hot stuff? You know, wisdom will die with you. Do you think that it's okay to talk down to your friends like that? You know, you know um, why are you making me a, life, a laughing stock? You know, do you think I'm inferior to you? And this is maybe a important point to note if you do have like a degree you are like a pastor in the church you know do you talk down to your congregation but finally finally you know it is especially for those whose lives are going very well right now are we taking god's grace for granted are we so afraid of going through a season of suffering like our friends that we want to distance ourselves from them um, yeah. yeah, interesting. Interesting observations from Job. Um, I wonder if I got everything. Maybe you might notice something that I missed. Um, but maybe the appropriate thing for me to end with is an apology. You know, it's very, very tempting for me to make these videos and think that, hey, you know, no one else can do this. Actually, can I encourage you that, you know, um, probably got more things wrong <laughs> than I got right in this video. And if you notice something in this, you would be doing me a favor. You know, by speaking as Job does, pointing out, you know, my faults, my mistakes, and helping me to see that, you know, I am just um, some a, a receiver of God's grace like everyone, that I should be ready, like Job, to receive suffering together with good things from God, and not to look down on others who are going through tough times thinking that, you know what, um, I'm better than them, and that, you know, I can't learn from their suffering. Um, and if you do do that for me, that would be a great help to me. And, you know, if someone else does that for you, maybe they're serving you in love as well. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Job. He just balances, balances our appetites when it comes to what we're looking for in life in terms of happiness and fulfillment and prosperity, but balances it also with the lessons we learn with sorrow and suffering and in humility. 
to help us to learn all these lessons in life, not least through the suffering and death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't know. There's, there's more to Job. Actually, there's a lot more verses, a lot more lessons here. Maybe, maybe I'll cover that in another video or, or maybe I'll do it, do it as a live after this. But yeah, um, no lighting today. Quite horrible lighting because I packed it up in my bag. I'm leaving uh, tomorrow afternoon and um, yeah, in less than like 30 hours, I will be back in Malaysia. So yeah, if you're in Malaysia, see you then. <laughs> Bye. Shh.